Hello, I'm Martijn Graat and this is Does Logistics Matter? A podcast on trends and innovations in supply chain and logistics. Answering yes to the question today is Pieter van den Broeke, Managing Director Netherlands, Belgium and Germany at Manhattan Associates. In this episode, we talk about how retailers and logistics service providers should embrace change to keep up with changing customer demands, how change impacts people and processes and how technology is a key enabler, and we also talk about the role younger generations play in this. Please enjoy my conversation with Pieter van den Broeke. Uh, Pieter, welcome back to the show. Thank you, Martijn. Yeah, it's really nice uh, to have you here uh, uh, yet again. Uh, you were the first ever guest uh, of the Does Logistics Matter uh, podcast, uh, and it's uh, it's wonderful to have you here again. Uh, this is your fourth time, and um, I'm almost guessing that uh, if uh, if we could hear our regular l- uh, listeners, we would have like the cheers moment when when Norm walks into the bar, and uh, the listeners of the podcast would go Peter. <laughs> <laughs> But we can't hear them, uh, they can hear us. So um, the, the the first episode, uh, we talked about uh, one of my big passions, uh, innovations in, uh, in warehousing. And uh, the second podcast, that was uh, episode 10, actually. Um, we talked about uh, the, the changing customer journey uh, uh, and I, we were uh, talking about retail and, and about the impact of, of changing uh, customer behavior and the impact on, on, on supply chain. And then... Uh, we actually, I think, continued that discussion in episode 16, where we spoke about um, uh, uh, the increasing speed with which organiza- organizations need to respond to, to the, the changes of, of customer demand. Um, so, um, well, you know how I always start this podcast, and this one is not going to be any different than, uh, than the earlier episodes. So I'm going to uh, ask you... Um, uh, does logistics matter, or in your case, does logistics still matter? Hey, Martin, absolutely. And I would say it's a triple yes. Yes, yes, yes. The first yes is it's incredible how logistics are put under pressure because of environmental, uh, societal issues that we are facing. Yeah. So no discussion about that. The second yes is because the supply chain has never been so disrupted as ever before. Yep. It started with the pandemic, but it didn't stop there. We have our uh, war situation in Ukraine, energy crisis going up, inflation yep. going up. So this is a massive disruption of supply chains. And the third yes is that companies are trying to get as close to the consumer of their products as possible mm-hmm. because consumer behavior has changed, as we discussed in previous podcasts. And this can only be handled in the in the right way by making your logistics, getting it very close to the consumer. So a triple yes, why logistics still still matters. Okay, excellent answer. Um, uh, 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 Peter, the uh, the impacts of these um, uh, of these uh, uh, changes and movements in supply chain. Um, w- what is the impact uh, on uh, uh, for uh, for retailers, for example? Yes. So retailers, they they have to be constantly on the watch out on how they can meet their consumer demands. Yeah. How this consumer wants to be served. At the same time, they have to protect their own company profitability. profitability. Yes. So they need to find the right balance there. So what I see is that retailers are rethinking their network. Mm-hmm. What is the route to the consumer? 
what is the route from their suppliers into their own network that yeah. they, they control. So, and as consumers are buying products mm -hmm. and a product is something physical, the only way you are actually meeting your customer expectations is by getting the product into their hands. But that means you need to have product availability. So inventory management, product availability is a key success factor for retailers today to meet their customer expectations. Uh, Peter, when I hear you speak, there's there's one word that pops out at me, and, and that's the word change. Exactly, Martijn. And there is absolutely no escape anymore for logistics organizations to change. Yeah. Where um, before maybe there was always a challenge to make a case for change and a case for investment, but today there is no escape. And the rate of change is only increasing. And the amplitude of change that pe companies are realizing mm -hmm. or experiencing is also getting bigger and bigger. So pandemic, inflation, energy costs rising, the, 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 the war. We already forgot about Brexit. And I think three yes. years ago, Brexit was the B word. And, and, and everything was about Brexit and what this will do to us and our economy and our logistics. But it seems to be like a very small footnote in the history of uh, today's economy. So, uh, so no escape for change. But the real question now is how to change. Yeah, And that is, I think, an important uh, aspect of uh, for companies to to manage manage their organizations, manage their logistics. Is how can they realize the change? Um, uh, I, I guess change uh, used to be more of a, a reactive thing. That's sometimes proactive, but uh, there was some issue or some challenge, and and everybody would go, "We need change," and then there was a big change. And, and then for a while, everything was as is. But that is no longer the case because there's constant change. There is constant change, uh, Martin, and you're absolutely right. Uh, it was much more like uh, every now and then we make a change. And that was a very painful experience yeah. uh, for the organization to change every now and then. And this was like a project on its own to change. Yeah. And, and uh, I, I believe that today, with everything's going on around us, is that change is not something that is creating something revolutionary. It needs to be an evolutionary uh, process. Yes. And and that is the, 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 the shift that companies have to make in logistics, absolutely, mm -hmm. but in general as well. Yeah. So evolutionary change rather than revolutionary change. So, so how does, how does that work then? How do you, <laughs> well, there's the word again. How do you change from approaching it in an, uh, a revolutionary way to an evolutionary way? Yeah. So a very good question, uh, Martijn. O obviously, uh, there are a number of factors related to change. There is uh, the people factor, there is the process factor, yeah. the organizational factor, but also a technology factor. Yeah. And as people were, or organizations were not really changing a lot, there was no culture of change. And, and that culture of change has to be introduced again in, in, in the culture of a company. Mm -hmm. and, and this means that uh, everybody in the organization from the top leadership needs to embrace the willingness and the, and, the, and, the, and the need for change, but also create an environment where you can change. And, and the environment where you can change is, is going to be, um, you know, people will be very important. Uh, people will have to have that, that spirit, that, that energy, mm -hmm. that ent entrepreneurial behavior to 
every day, every single day, embrace change. Now, when companies were not changing in the past, some of it was also related to technological barriers where investments were made once in the past yeah. in a system, yeah. which was their own proprietary system, which was customized to their specific needs of that moment in their existence at yeah. that point yeah. in time. And then it could not evolve anymore. So people were afraid to make changes to systems where changes were actually required from a business perspective. Mm -hmm. And then change was imposed and then it was very, very painful. So companies need to get now into a modus where they have a foundation where change can be implemented in a continuous way. What 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 do you think is the influence of the of the younger generations? Because if I compare the speed with uh, which my kids um, uh, communicate and and interact with, um, with well with technology, um, th that is so so much faster than uh, how. I interacted with technology or even had technology available. So so these these younger tech-savvy uh, generations are are getting into positions in 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 our in our companies, in our supply chains, uh, chains where they have much more influence on on what what's happening and what the role of tech is. Uh, what what do you see as the role of the of the of the of the young ones? The, the young ones are, are the drivers, Martijn, mm. and the young ones are embracing, you know, since they're born, technology. Yeah. And technology is going to be the key enabler to make certain change happen or most change happen. So, um, and this is linked to digitization of information. Mm -hmm. yeah. And the younger generation, they're constantly on their smartphone. Yeah. They're constantly connected. They're always on. And this is a mentality mentality topic, is yeah. that you can manage as a in your behavior this constant on always connected uh, uh, attitude, mm -hmm. and this needs to be translated to how companies are organizing themselves and how information and logistics organizations are organizing themselves and information is, is shared across all the entities yeah. in the value chain, in the supply chain. And I may have mentioned that before, but very often I still see that even though information can travel at the speed of light, information is today still too often moving at the speed of the physical movement of goods in a <laughs> supply chain, yeah. in yeah. the logistics chain. Yeah. yeah. So... Only when a container arrives at the distribution center, only then that logistics organization realizes, oh, we are receiving some product. Yeah. Rather than getting a pre-advanced notice that something is, is, is arriving. Only when you as a retailer, you, you see that something hasn't arrived, you realize that there is an issue. You should yeah. have been informed beforehand that something is going to be late. And we can give the same examples for consumers that are not really proactively informed on that. So the whole younger generation that is having information and technology on their fingertips, that's a key conditio sine qua non for mm -hmm. organizations to change whilst they are embracing technology. Um, so you, you mentioned uh, people, 
uh, you mentioned uh, technology. Uh, one of the other things you men mentioned were uh, processes. Now, and, uh, as a as a former logistics engineer, I know the importance of processes. They, they need to be solid and they need to be good. Um, but I think with with how the world is moving now, that um, uh, where uh, processes were f first more siloed, and now the the, the speed with which uh, companies need to respond that no longer works. I, no, I agree, uh, Martin. Processes that are siloed are not going to help any company today to be successful. Um, you, there is a need from a logistics perspective, from a fulfillment perspective, to be much more responsive to the consumer needs. Yeah. Yeah. So everybody wants to be closer to the consumer. If you then have a very siloed process where every next step in the process waits for the other one, to be finished, yeah. you're not going to get there with your responsive uh, uh, business need. So you need to bring processes closer to each other. They need to be fully streamlined, streamlined, and there needs to be a seamless execution of the end-to-end -end process. So this means that a unified process across the complete fulfillment chain mm -hmm. is absolutely critically important. This means that you're not waiting for a transportation plan, as an example, to be created yeah. before you can execute on your warehouse plan. Yeah. Or you're not waiting for your warehouse to have finished picking and packing and staging all the products to get your transportation plan created. This needs to happen in a concurrent fashion. Yeah. From a planning perspective, but also from an execution perspective, I'm just giving an example. You know, both areas of logistics execution mm -hmm. must in a continuous way be tuned with each other and be informed of each other and be complementary to it to each other so that you can actually orchestrate a warehousing transportation i.e and fulfillment execution in a seamless way with the focus on the customer need uh, 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 Peter, I'd like to get uh, back to uh, uh, to the important question: How? Yes, Martin. I think the how it, it from my perspective it starts with leadership. Yes, leadership that is going to stimulate the culture of change, of continuous change. Continuous change, and and this means that at all levels in the organization, you have to be open for change. So that's a cultural change that needs to happen. Mm -hmm. Don't be judgmental. Be curious, yeah. I would say. Yes. Mm. And think about what needs to be changed rather than introducing solutions as the starting point of the conversation. Yeah. Solutions from a technology perspective, solutions from a process perspective. But as an organization, first think about what is my business requirement? What is a change need? And what would be the business benefits if I introduce change? I think this is very important that this culture change is implemented in a gradual way at the company at the company level. Yeah. So this means you also need to really look at what the people need. Yes. So the people need, but the people is one aspect. So when you change, you want to bring people to the change. Yeah. Rather than change 
to the people. Yes. Uh, and I think the people of today, the younger generation, is probably easier to get them to change. Yeah. Because they are eager to make things happen. Yeah. Yeah. They like new, constantly new things, new, new input, things. new. Yeah. 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 So they have the energy. They are born in that kind of mentality. So that is definitely going to be a key success factor is bring young talent to your organization. Yeah. Obviously, don't ignore the the gray uh, talent either because <laughs> they obviously have also something to say. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Um, uh, Peter, what do you uh, think is the uh, biggest barrier or the biggest challenge when we're talking about change? Yeah, Martijn, uh Let me let me answer that question in a in a in an indirect way. If if I ask uh, who are the, the key disruptors in the world today uh, in, in our economy, then uh, you can look at the Googles, the Amazons of this world, the Teslas yep. of this world. Yeah. So what are they? They are maybe, you know, supply chain organizations, sales organizations, but they're really technology companies. Yeah. So what that means is that embracing technology is a key enabler for really making fundamental change difference. And this is what I believe is one of the key fundamental barriers of being able to realize change is that companies are not able to actually embrace technology that is the key enabler for, for change. You spoke about the, the, the factors of change, the, the barriers in change. Um, what would you say do companies need to do uh, to enable themselves to constantly change? Martijn, companies should accept there's no escape for change. This means that they have to be ready to change every day. How to get to that is by implementing an organization, a culture of change, open-minded to change. You need the right people for that. Again, people that can work with change, that are embracing change. You need to have processes that are not stopping you to change. And please remember, technology will be a key enabler. Clear? Thank you very much for being on the show again, Peter. Thank you, Martijn. My pleasure. Thank you for listening to Does Logistics Matter? For more on trends and innovations in supply chain and logistics, visit our blog on logisticsmatter.com. This podcast was recorded and produced by Dimitri Vleugel. The music is based on a sample by Ragaman and produced by Michael Spengler. This episode was sponsored by Manhattan Associates. Manhattan Associates is a technology leader in supply chain and omnichannel commerce. They unite information across the enterprise, converging front-end sales with back-end supply chain execution. Their software, platform, technology and unmatched experience help drive both top-line growth and bottom-line profitability for their customers. For more information, visit www.manh.com. That's M-A-N-H dot com. <laughs>